You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, as we just did for all the AFC North offenses, let's do the same thing with the AFC North defenses. Okay. And take a look uh, at where everything stands. Okay. I got a little questions for you here. I mean, okay. how it's your article, so I'm not going to, you know, take it over. How did you, how did you classify the front seven? You know, I mean, I broke them what down position into, groups. Are okay. I broke them down into interior defensive linemen, edge, and then linebackers off, ball off line. the ball by that's yeah. how I would have done it too. I would have had three positions in the front seven. Yeah. So you're going to define defensive tackles as Cam Hayward or bigger, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 285-ish or bigger, you know. Yeah, okay, let's do it. So looking at the defensive line, I have the Steelers, the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Browns. Okay, so you didn't include Miles Garrett, Clowney, Hendrickson? No, those guys are edge. Defensive ends. Although I did put for the Ravens, I did put Clayus Campbell. I put Clayus Campbell in this group because they they play. I think I would too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's truly a tweener for this conversation. They call him an end, but they also have you know a rush end, and then they have the outside linebacker who runs. Mm -hmm. So you know, I mean, he's not going to line up outside the tackles. No, no. And to me, that's an edge. Okay. Um, much like the Ravens' wide receivers, the Browns. Easily are last and might be last in the league. Yeah, they're bad. Really bad. I mean, it's a big problem. Um, I think the Steelers are clearly one. I mean, there's nobody approaching Cam Hayward in the division. No, he's he's head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah. I mean, and Alulu and Ogajobi are, you know. Is that the biggest gap in the division? At any position? At any position? Because if you look like Watt and Miles Garrett are pretty pretty Right, right, right. Um, and like Lamar and Burrow were close. Yeah. Hayward versus any other defensive tackle in the division is not close. It's not close. I mean, I'm not positive who number two is. It's probably Reader. So, yeah, I think I'd have Cincy two. Yeah. I mean, BJ Hill and DJ Reader are solid. They are. They're solid. Yeah. I and mean, neither one's Cam Hayward. Every team would like to have either one of them, and they'd play a lot of snaps for you. The Ravens are just okay, though. Yeah, it's Clayus Campbell, Michael Pearson, Justin Matabuke. I mean, I I think they're clearly three. Like, they're not pushing for two, and right. I don't think the Bengals are great. So that might be the easiest one to do yet almost. Yeah. Because the Browns think, are terrible. I think the Steelers have a big advantage there. Yes. Uh, edge rushers. This one was tough. Yeah. I put the Steelers number one, the Browns number two. The Agreed. Bengals three, the Ravens four. Yeah, I would do that too. Um, I mean, Watt and Garrett are pretty close to canceling each other out. I think I'd slightly take Watt if I have to pick. Clowney's not a win over Highsmith to me. I yeah. mean, I think that's about the same. I wish the Steelers had a third guy, and then I'd feel a little more confident of putting them at one. And the Ravens at least have depth. I mean, they have four or five options, none of whom's a one. Some of those guys, especially Ogajobi and Owe, or uh, Ajabo and Owe, are 
you know, the future, not the present, you know, um, and the Bengals are good. I mean, I perennially underrate the Bengals defensive ends, but they're really good players. Yeah. Henderson and Sam Hubbard are, are both, you know, B pluses at the very least. I would say they have the best Robin. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, Hubbard's, yeah. Hubbard's a good football player. Yeah. I mean, he's above Highsmith or Clowney to me, but not by leaps and bounds. Although I'll say this. Highsmith had 26 pressures last year. I was like, we're selling Highsmith a little short. That was only six less than than Cam Hayward. Yeah. Now, it was half the amount that T.J. Watt had. So, I mean, that's kind of where he loses. Like, everybody said, well, T.J. Watt's, you know, he has 52. He had 52 pressures last year and 22 and a half sacks. How many sacks do you think if, if Highsmith weren't playing opposite a guy who gets home more often than not? Would he have anyone? Yeah. Would he have an extra three or four sacks if he were playing opposite, let's say, Sam Hubbard? Mm-hmm. And you know still I mean? getting the same blocking. And still getting the same blocking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, or if, or if he were playing opposite Miles Garrett, you know, that probably that's, would. Have, that's, yeah, that's all part of the conversation. I mean, Watt gets there really quickly a lot of times. He finds the quarterback really yeah. well. Yeah, um, it was one of these edge rushing conversations or articles that was out, but they mentioned Watt's eyes that he does a really good job of quickly looking off his blocker to find the quarterback and has become, you know, he's turning pressures into sacks at a very high rate at a very high rate. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's not an easy one. It's an interesting discussion. I would bet the Bengals would say you're being a little hard on us that I don't agree with I this. I get it. I mean, I can't yeah. put Hendrickson's not in the class of, of water Garrett. He's really good. I bet, if, I bet if we had a Bengals fan sitting here, he'd say that they'd say he's just a smidge below where I think he's clearly a tier or two below. I still think he's a two, a two B or a two a, I should say. I agree. Whereas Watt yeah. and Garrett are, are one A's no matter where they are, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're the best two edge rushers in the league, in my opinion. Right, right. I mean, you, you could certainly make that comment. They're, they're certainly in the top three. Mm-hmm. And I would say Hendrickson is 12th. Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. This next one is really difficult. Because it's not really, very good. Because it's just not very good. <laughs> it's been like that for a couple of years we've done these. You know, the, and I think you could probably go through just about every division of football and it would be like this. When's the Who's the, gr- the best great linebacker in this division? I mean, true linebacker. Shazier. It's been a while. Yeah, maybe. I mean, and that's been five years. I mean, Mosley was a borderline pro bowler, you know. I'm not going to give you perfect, you know. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. It's it's been a while. There there just aren't that many of those guys in the NFL. No. Who are true game changing inside linebackers. I mean, there's, there's no Ray Lewis. There's no. No, right. You know, like it's just, I think Fred Warner is probably the best off the ball linebacker in the league or Leonard. But back in the Keekley Wagner Lewis years, they wouldn't be. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I mean, like James, James Ferrier was really good. Yeah. But couldn't they make might the, be the best inside linebacker in the league right now. But couldn't make the Pro Bowl every year because he's, he had to get over Ray Lewis and, you know, guys like that. Say ow. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's anyone. At the top of the list of linebackers, I know Bobby Wagner is still in the league. That's an easy Hall of Famer. And pretty much my entire lifetime, there's been an easy Hall of Fame 
Mike backer in the league at some point. You know what yeah. I mean? I just think that, you know, with the, with teams throwing the ball so much more, mm-hmm. it just makes it so hard on these guys. Yeah, I think it does. And they get manipulated. Yeah. I mean, there's all the deception and, you know, play action and whatnot. All right. Well, let's rank them. Okay. So I went Bengals, Browns, Steelers, Ravens. Okay. I don't have strong feelings on a ranking. I, I, I and that was just kind of, I like, I like Logan, Logan Wilson. Wilson a lot. Yeah. I like Logan Wilson. Jermaine Pratt's just a guy. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah Wosukoromoa had a good half of a rookie season. I'm very optimistic about him. But Anthony Walker's just a guy. He's just a guy, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, the Steelers have Miles Jack and Devin Bush. Bush needs to bounce back. I think Jack's pretty solid. But, yeah, you know. I, I, Counting on Jack to be a high-end guy isn't a slam dunk, but it's an improvement, and it could really work out well. Yeah. The Ravens group's not very good either. Yeah, yeah. Patrick, Patrick Queen, eh. Yeah, you know. he hasn't done that much yet, and it's what year three for him. Yeah, and then next day, I think Josh Bynes is the better player, the guy next to him. Maybe, and then Harrison, the Ohio State kid, doesn't play much. I mean, LJ Fort played a lot for them. Not last year, he didn't he? Got hurt? Not last year, no. Yeah. Recently, right? Recently, though. But yeah. I, I, you know, they did it like they did with Queen. What the Steelers are doing with Devin Bush? Don't make him the play caller anymore. Take that mm-hmm. off his plate to see if he can make things easier for the guy. I wonder if that's going to be a trend throughout the league, you know, that you're plug and play first round linebacker. Let's not give him everything at once, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, that was a tough one. It's a tough one. I mean, uh, they're all what in the bottom 10 or 12 in the whole league though. Probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, you look at all the other divisions. Yeah. Tell me who's, tell me who's good. Right. I mean, I think I mean, 40, to your point, the, there's not I think much the 49ers are good. Right I think the, you know, Colts and the Colts have are, are good outside of I those. Mean, I would think like Buffalo's pair is better okay. than anybody in the division. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to think of guys that are better than anyone in the division. Green Bay, um, Tampa. I'm sure there's others. The Saints. I mean, I'm just spitballing, but I'm going to do the better ones. But there's a lot of bad ones too. I mean, the Falcons, and I mean, there's some really bad ones. I mean, the Jaguars drafted three guys at that position this year, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, they're going to have a bunch of rookies running around out there. It, it's it's a really difficult position to fill. It is, and it's a pretty difficult position to rank. I mean, if we were doing one through thirty-two at off the ball linebacker, I bet we would not have much of a consensus if we pulled you know a hundred NFL analysts out there. It would be all over the place. Yeah. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The next group is, is kind of difficult for me as well because it depends on what you're looking for, the cornerback position. And mm, I, I, I had to consider – I know we, we talked about this earlier in the week when we, we, when the, we were talking about the teams that they had the – I can't remember whose rankings it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. The 33rd team. And 
they did the tiers of the cornerbacks. Well, I took I put the third corner in consideration here. Well, I put the whole cornerback room in, in the whole cornerback room. Yeah, so yeah. Lo- looking at things that way, I have the Ravens number one. Yeah, that's to. pretty undisputed. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Yeah. But I put the Steelers number two with KZ added into that equation. See, I'm counting KZ as a safety. I'm uh, he, I, I'm counting him as both, actually. That's but, a little bit of a cheating. Well, but he, that's that's what he does, though. But what position room do you think he walks into every day? Well, I think they all go to the same. They just have a D back room. So they have a defensive room. back room. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> but I think you know he could play nickel corner for you. He right. He's certainly going to be at least your dime corner. I urge everyone to check out my article on check KZ it. today. Yeah. You know, right? Uh, and I think you'll like him more if you read it. And he can also play, you know, you know, the safety positions for you. But I think he has better, more value to this team as as that dime corner. So I look at the yeah. group. I look at the group of of Sut- Cam Sutton, Levi Wallace, Kello Weatherspoon, and KZ as four proven guys. When I look at some Incredible. of these, when I look at some of these other rooms, I go, okay, there's there's an obvious guy here that I'm going to throw at, no matter what. See, my initial thoughts on this were Ravens have to be one, okay. and they're in conversation for best in the league. I was going to have the Browns two, but I'm not going to cheat like you and count KZ for two. Well, who's, who's, Cleve, who's Cleveland's nickel corner? Uh, I should know that off the top of my head, and I don't. They're top three. They got Greg Newsome, Greedy Williams, and Denzel Ward. Greedy, yeah. They don't have a true slot, though. You're right. They don't have a Greedy true slot. That, to me, is a problem. That's a problem. Definitely a problem. Definitely a problem. And Greedy's bad. I'd rather have Wallace than Greedy. I'd rather have Spoon than Greedy. I'd rather have any of the Steelers' corners than, than Greedy Williams. Yeah, I would, too. But I would take Ward over all the Steelers' I think Ward's the, I mean, if we're ranking Steelers' Raven or Steelers Browns' cornerbacks, Ward's clearly number one. Mm-hmm. I would okay. even have Newsom too. I see. I don't know if I, he's quite there yet for me. Mm-hmm. He might. I be, would certainly he might trade be, he any might of be, them for yeah. Newsom. Well, yeah, because of the upside. Then, right, 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 right. Second year. But I don't know that we know that yet. I just think that the Steelers, like, if we're ranking those guys one through six, I think yeah. words words one. But Greedy Williams is clearly six. He's six, right? Well, if you're going to count KZ, I will agree with you that the Steelers are two. But did you count KZ in the safety conversation? I did because he's both. I think that's cheat. Oh, why is that cheating? That's why you, that's, the, <laughs> that's the beauty of signing a guy like KZ. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna... It's not like I put Minka Fitzpatrick in the corner room. <laughs> I mean, he covers people I too. Him, I took a backup safety and put him in the corner room because he's going to play in the slot. I mean, does Kyle Pitts count in the tight end and wide receiver conversation? I think he counts as your pass catchers. Well, yeah, he definitely does that. But he has a TE. Put it this way. They put a DB next to a guy's name for a reason. Yeah. Because he's just a, he's a defensive back. So I can, wow, put him in I, either, I can put him in either room. I can put him in both. I have breaking news. Do you want it now or segment three? Go ahead. Browns trading Baker Mayfield to Panthers. Four. I'm not seeing that part. Just a headline. At I, this bet point. They had to, I bet they had to give him away. I bet they had to give him away. I bet we'll talk about that more in the third segment. Here. Yeah, we could do that. Okay, let's. let's so, Browns three, Bengals to me are clearly four. Yeah, I'd say Bengals are four for me. 
If I'm not counting KZ, the Steelers are three. But if we're counting KZ, I will put the Steelers two. So I guess we that's agree. The, that's the beauty of KZ. That's why that was a really yeah. good, really good sneaky signing. I agree with all that, but I think he has to. You, have to pay, you can't be more than one position. He's not a starter though, so why can't he play? Where do you think he'll see more of his playing time? In the slot. In the slot. So therefore, he's a slot cornerback and not a safety then. But he's also your backup safety. <laughs> well, I understand his value, but I mean, what's Norwood? He. I don't even know if he makes a team this year. I mean, I'm not counting him to weigh a lot in this equation. Right. I don't think he's in the conversation for the, for your top your top four at either position. If we were – okay, I'm, I'm, I've struggled to find a good example because the Pitts one was kind of harsh. But if we were doing this exercise <laughs> – if we're doing this exercise in the NFC East, I'm not counting Micah Parsons as an off-the-ball linebacker and an edge rusher. Well, no, because, I mean, he's an edge. That's, you know, but he's listed as a lot, but he's also a starter. He's never coming off the field. Whereas KZ is not going to be on the field full time. Right. He's not one of your starters. I do believe if Minka gets hurt, KZ is a starter. Well, that's different. Then that's a different conversation. Then somebody else has to play nickel corner or they put, then they take Norwood and put him at free safety and still play KZ at corner. Mm -hmm. I'm not fighting. It's a great pickup for all these reasons we're fighting over. And especially what they paid for the guy. I just think he has to be one or the other, but okay. All right. Fair enough. Hey, my, it's your article. I'm my article, my rules, pal. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. So let's write these safeties. Okay. Safeties. I have the Ravens one. I thought you wouldn't go there. I didn't, uh, but I think you have to. Um, yeah. Chuck Clark's a solid player. Chuck Clark's as good as Edmonds. Yeah. And then you yeah. have Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton, the group. I mean, that's a, that's a good, again, we're, you're using a backup as the, in the in the equation there, mm-hmm. or I mean, if the Kyle other. Hamilton's if Kyle Hamilton's coming off the bench for you, or it's a luxury item, you're pretty good at that position. Yeah. Then I get the Steelers second, the Bengals third, the Browns yeah. four, but I have the Bengals third with a little bit of an asterisk there because of the Bates situation. Because yeah, Jesse Bates has said he's not going to sign his franchise tender. We could be looking at a Le'Veon Bell situation here. No, I think you're absolutely – I think that's hairier than people think. I mean, it, it's obviously very different, but I think it's it, not as, as important, but it's almost like our Stanley conversation, all of which are lesser versions of the Watson conversation. But I think the other three teams in the division have a very, very important player – Future in doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Now they drafted guy. I mean, they we both like Dax Hill coming in, in out of the draft. We could add, you know, if they didn't have Mike Hilton in Cincinnati, we would have penciled Dax Hill in as their nickel corner. So what if we count Dax Hill as a corner? I'm not getting that fight with you again. <laughs> <laughs> well, until I until I because he's a rookie, until I see that one, I can't necessarily I, I know but i don't think he's gonna start for them though i mean i don't think he would. the only way he starts for them is if bates holds out mm-hmm. and they're preparing for life without bates yeah okay yeah i'm with you there and to then me the, i like bates a lot but he's not in the same tier as minka no even though again if we had a bengals fan on here right now he, they would tell you that bates is better right 
because pro they would be wrong. So yeah, they would be wrong, but they could they would make that argument. Yes. Uh, and clearly, the Browns with Grant Delpit, John Johnson, and Ronnie Harrison—they're not bad, but they're not. That's, that's not a bad trio, but it's yeah. clearly last. But yeah. they're probably twentieth in the league. They're not thirtieth. Yeah. They're not thirty-second or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not, not a bad group. Ravens are probably one in the league. Steelers might be three eh. or four. Buffalo and Green Bay are pretty good. That's what I was going to say. Three or four, yeah. somewhere in that yeah. range. Agreed. Especially if you count KZ. <laughs> I actually, I would actually, I would actually have, I don't, I can't put the Ravens ahead of Buffalo or ahead of Buffalo. That's an awesome pairing. Green Buffalo. Bay, Green Bay might be ahead of them too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buffalo is really the only defense in the league that revolves around the safety position a little bit. You know, the way they disguise coverages and things, yeah. you know, that yeah. they, they need those two that if you ask them, I think they'd rather lose Von Miller or even Tredavis white than one of their safeties. Yeah, I mean, they played without White last year and did just fine. They were right, yeah. So. Good group of safeties in this division, though. Absolutely, absolutely. Bad linebackers. So, overall, mm, def- yeah. <clears throat> defenses. I have the Steelers one. I think that's the best defense in the division. I have the Ravens number two. I Those think that's co- the second best division. The, the corners, league. yeah, the corners carry secondary, a lot of weight for yeah. them. The secondary is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the Bengals three, the Browns four. I just think there's a big a bit of a gap between one and two. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially when you do like this sort of exercise, you know, weaknesses. I mean, the Ravens front seven could be good. I don't think it can be great, but there's a lot of questions there too. Yeah. Whereas the Steelers, I mean, the Steelers front seven could be great. I mean, it's has gonna, been great. They're going to get sacks. They'll get sacks. Yeah. I mean, Unless the off the ball linebackers are an utter disaster, I would assume it's going to be one of the best front sevens in the league. Yeah, yeah. Which in turn also helps the cornerback play. Mm-hmm. And I think the secondary is middle of the road in terms of the whole league. Maybe yeah. slightly above. Yeah, I yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So yeah, I think the Browns are clearly last in here. The Bengals, not clearly. Uh, I think, the, good D. I think the Bengals are a step above the are, are a tier above the, the Browns in terms of overall defense. Yeah, I do too. And then I think that the Ravens are probably a step above that. And then, and then you have the Steelers. Uh, so I think there is a, a definite tier there of each, each one of them on their own tier mm-hmm. where some of the position groups were really, so, yeah. were really kind of, I mean, it was tough. We're, we're splitting hairs. Yeah. I don't think people would fight you on one through four ranking the overall defense yeah interesting yeah okay well, let's take another break here and when we come back we'll talk about that baker mayfield move and we'll get a little more information on that he is matt williamson i am dale lolly you are listening to the drive here on steelers nation radio we'll be back with more right after this